Hi, it's John Cronshaw here with my author diary for the weekend in January the 22nd, 2023. I've had another busy week, pretty much the same as last week, to be honest. I have been doing, I suppose it feels like kind of juggling many different things. So I've been doing some courses on Facebook ads, on Amazon ads, on uh, building an author platform. So a lot of technical stuff I've been doing. I've also been doing a lot of I don't know, tasks that I've needed to do, but I've been putting off for ages, just fiddly little things with websites and things like that. Um, I also mentioned recently that I'd been accepted into the Alliance of Independent Authors. So I've also just been going through their website, their emails and things like that, just um, negotiating, <laughs> kind of figuring out what they do and, and kind of finding myself around that. I think that, you know, this is definitely a better use my time and money and things like that than the SFWA. So, yeah, really pleased with what, what they do. They seem to be very supportive, seem to have a lot of resources for indie authors. So if you're an indie author, I'd recommend joining because, yeah, there's just a lot of stuff there. I'm especially interested in, I suppose, looking into the stuff to do with translation rights and things like that. So they seem to have an agent who works with them who deals with um, works in translation so that would be cool to get more books into other languages and things like that um, now what else I've been working through the uh, what's it called audiobook of the Ravenglass Chronicles so I've just finished book 13 of that so uh, my narrator has done up to book 17 so it's a lot of books a lot of novellas to get through um, but it's been going really well the you know, the narration couldn't be better, to be honest. I think she's done an amazing job. So I just can't wait for that to be out and ready for me to get to the world because I think that is going to be a really cool audio book, really long audio book. Um, I don't know. It's, <laughs> it's a big one, but, you know, it's, uh, what, 22 novellas in, in one thing. So that is going to be awesome. Um, yeah, it's just, as I say, just this week, I think it's been tiring because it has been so many different little things. And I think it's to do with, you know, switching between tasks and things like that as well. Um, so I'm recording this on Friday. This is the only thing work-related that I'm doing, is recording and uploading this. Anything else, I oh, just can't be bothered. So I've been listening to Babel, which is what I'm reading at the moment. So this is a really cool book. Um, came out last year. Uh, I imagine it will win a lot of awards sure it probably has already it's one of those books that's like um kind of historical fantasy alternative history kind of thing um you know kind of about colonialism about the british empire about language about translation there's a lot of cool things going on in this book really enjoying it um i think there's a few little things that are pulling me out of the story and it's basically because i know a lot about this kind of uh I suppose the frameworks of theory that are used to write this book. Um, so I read a lot of this stuff when I was doing my master's degree and PhD kind of stuff. So I'm familiar with what the author is doing as an approach, um, the framework that is being used. And I suppose it's that mixing up of the, what would you call it, like a, a kind of modern way of looking at issues of colonialism and things like that with... Um, actually been in that time period so you've almost got these two lenses 
but it's being seen through, which is, of course, you know, the time period itself, but then today. Um, and sometimes it's a bit too, it kind of feels too much like it is trapped in today, which is really weird. But I don't think a lot of readers will get that. Um, I think it's just because of my background with reading that kind of stuff. Um, but yeah, I, yeah, I suppose it's, um, what would you call it? Like being in a a colonial world, but seeing it through a post-colonial mindset. Um, so there's a lot of stuff of like, you know, it's early modern, um, industrial revolution, kind of early Victorian uh, development of the railways and things like that. But at the same time, you've got this uh, theory that has developed over the past, what, 20, 30 years, maybe, maybe a bit more. Um, so, yeah, a lot of kind of deconstruction and post-colonial theory thrown in there. So very interesting. I mean, it is interesting. I think I'm getting a lot from it. Um, I think the debates about things like translation and the, you know, the colonial stuff as well is fascinating. And I think because it is a fiction, because it is, you know, alternative history, things like that, it's like I now want to do more research, look more into British colonial history, Dutch, German French, Spanish colonial history, like what, to what extent is this book an accurate depiction or fictionalised or whatever? Because I know, obviously, there were some terrible things that were done by my country, by many other countries in Europe, um, you know, in the 18th, 19th century and places like that. So, yeah, it's, it's, a very, it's very much one of those books where it's like lots of food for thought, I would say. And definitely worth reading. And as a fantasy, you know, really cool. There's some good characters. I think the main character is a very fascinating, conflicted kind of hero. Um, the magic system's pretty cool. I like the magic system involving silver and language. And um, yeah, it's like a magic system that revolves around the idea of translation and the point where a word can't be translated properly between two different languages and that place of uncertainty and things like that so it's, it's a very cool magic system very original um so yeah just check it out it's a good book it's a good book um so next week anyway um i could probably talk about that book all day but next week um i will be carrying on with what i've been doing so i've got a lot to do in terms of um getting crucible of shadows ready for launch i've got all my stuff scheduled, automated, that kind of thing now. So that is ready to go pretty much. But there's a few things I will do for when that book comes out on February the 1st. A um, few extra tasks that I need to do, a few fiddly jobs. Um, I'm also going to be writing some blog posts. Um, this is basically just to populate my website with stuff that will be interesting for people who read in my genre. Um, this isn't going to be a regular thing I'm going to do, but part of this... Um, author platform course that I'm doing talks about you know maybe writing about 10 blog posts that are of specific interest to your audience just to kind of draw them in so look out for those so until next time cheerio mm-hmm.